Hello and welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust. This is such an exciting episode and I literally have not posted for like what a month at least and I intended on posting more um, before we actually reached the Dopey Challenge weekend but you know what it's okay we're living life the Dopey weekend happened and I just couldn't get that off the tongue fast enough basically so uh yeah welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust my podcast and YouTube series I'm your host, Annika. If you don't know by now, uh, follow me on socials at Annika Hudak, Instagram and YouTube and TikTok, and as well as my Disney page at Annika's Paintbrush on Instagram. But I started this podcast because I started training for the first time for the Dopey Challenge, which is the 2023 Marathon Weekend with Run Disney, running the 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon, which by the way, I'd never run a marathon before ever. So that was the first marathon as well, but we made it. Well, welcome to a post-dopey recap, recap, <laughs> post-dopey weekend recap. There we go. There we go. Words are hard. Brain cells are somewhat recovering now that it's been a week, a full week <laughs> since the Dopey Challenge uh, finished. But spoiler alert, I finished. I finished all races, got all my challenge medals. We did the thing. We did the 50 miles, 48.6 to be exact. But uh, I'm counting those corral miles as well as my watch is, both my watches tracked longer than the course races um because you're zigzagging and bathroom stops and whatnot but so I'm counting it so I mean I did at least 50 miles <laughs> but yeah I did it after six plus months of training the week finally came and I will be diving into details in this episode I'm really excited to catch you up on my experience and I posted a lot on my Instagram page on my stories I did a question and answer on my stories as well that I'm going to save to a highlight on my page at Anika's Paintbrush. And I think so many of you sent me such sweet messages, such kind comments. Some of you are wanting to train for Dopey, maybe not next year, but in the next coming years for the first time. And that, I love that for you. And man, this was brutal. So uh, I'm going to dive into details. Don't you worry. And one of these days, I will get all of my dopey merch and medals and make a little dopey shrine on my back wall in my office, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, we still got a blank blank background here, but uh, it's fine. But anyway, uh, let's let's get into it in order. Like, let's start off how, how we're doing. So, uh, okay, starting off with highs and lows real quick. Uh, highs going into the weekend, so leading up to... The Run Disney Marathon weekend. Um, I was not on my period for the races, which if you've been following along, like that's that's been an issue for me. Uh, I I just get terrible periods, horrible pain. It's debilitating pain. I literally can't run. And while I have pushed through it before, I did not want to deal with it for the main event. Hello, Marathon weekend. Like I did not want to deal with that. So I was like praying to the period gods like <laughs> please and I was like manifesting like 
we're gonna get it done before and we did so um that's some personal information for you but I was so happy about that next high I felt so strong in my training I meant to do another episode leading into dopey weekend because I I'm pretty sure I covered my last long run of 24 miles so that was the highest that I did get to with my dopey simulation weekend where I did um, a 45 minute run early on in the week and then I did back to back 5k um, 10k I want to say I did the full the full 5 and 10 and then I did 12 miles instead of a full half and then the day after that I did 24 miles so it was a solid simulation weekend I felt strong I felt good even after the 24 miles I was like oh I'm ready like let's do this like I feel amazing and I was feeling so confident like I was like I'm so ready for this weekend now it's I've done all the training I've done everything I can I thought that like I there was nothing more I could literally do except for now don't get injured don't fall and don't forget your running shoes for packing (laughs) like those are the important things that we want to focus on so I I was feeling so good so that was definitely a high um and I actually loved doing all the training and it went so well for me like obviously not every day was a ray of sunshine and there were definitely runs where I either skipped or felt terrible and don't worry I covered that all in this podcast in past episodes but yeah I was just I was feeling so good lows going into it uh work was hectic I literally had a midnight launch Tuesday night expos Wednesday morning so it was just of course that always happens like when you're gonna leave for vacation or whatever like work is psychotic and everything's broken everyone's running around and being crazy so like that was unavoidable Uh, I was very stressed appointments all my appointments like the hair nails wax like um I did a cryotherapy appointment with like a hydration therapy with an IV and what else did I have an appointment for um what else did I do? I, there, it was just maybe that or my hair appointment too. Did I say that already? Like it was just planning everything was chaotic and, and I planned things perfectly, but then things had to be rescheduled from like the appointments end. And I was so frustrated about that and timing and just driving all around Orlando, crunching all of this in. Like we had New Year's Eve, which this is my next low, which New Year's Eve, was a high overall but we ended up going to Epcot for New Year's Eve and it was a whole fiasco getting into the park because I can't even get into that story that's like a whole episode on itself but don't worry I'll I'll leave the details out for you but anyway we go to Epcot for New Year's Eve for this grand celebration I'd never been before it was amazing I 10 out of 10 highly recommend it was a fantastic evening I met up with so many of my friends and my mom came with us and we had a hotel room at the Swan, which if you don't know, it's practically a boardwalk hotel, except it's not a Disney resort. It's, I think, like technically affiliated, but like not really. Um, It's kind of just past those boardwalk resorts. So anyway, it was close. It's walking distance to Epcot. So we could go party and then walk back to the room, which is exactly what we did. I got way too drunk. Like, I was triple fisting. How is that a thing? I don't know, but I did it. So, <laughs> um, hardly remember the fireworks. 
they they were amazing i'm i'm sure we have um footage on nate uh paging mr morrow big youtuber guy nate is such a sweetheart um if you're in like the disney sphere and you watch vloggers i'm sure you've heard of him he is just so incredible he had his camera up on the rock that we were standing behind when we when it was time for fireworks i'm sure he got good footage of it but (laughs) i probably look like a maniac if i'm in any part of his vlog i don't even remember but anyway that took out so much for me that going into the week of marathon week I was so hungover, so dehydrated, such terrible planning on my part. And like that was definitely a low going into it. I took the entire day after, so all of January 1st, which was the Sunday. And then thankfully we had Monday off of work to celebrate New Year's, um, like the, what do they call it? It's like in observance of New Year's Day kind of thing. We have the Monday off. And so I took all of Sunday to recover. Monday, I had my hair appointment to fix my hair color that was just, it was not happening. Um, I was in a wedding the weekend right after marathon weekend. So I literally had to have these appointments done. Like it wasn't just for running marathon weekend. Like I wasn't going to stress over getting my hair colored or something like that. But I was in a wedding the following weekend and there was no other time to like get everything done so got the hair and the eyelashes that took all day all day um I had to like reschedule my eyelash appointment to the next day so like I'm just stressed work is crazy appointments are crazy I'm dehydrated and hungover for like two whole days and just I was losing my mind um Tuesday night comes I do my work launch I get to bed probably about 1 a.m and I had to like stressfully pack kind of like Monday night and kind of Tuesday and I was just very like stressed going into it and not even about like a training or like the runs it was just like you know you don't you kind of just feel rushed into things but anyway sorry long story short of that little recap um let's move in to the actual dopey weekend like starting finally we've made it there we're here it's wednesday expo day the start the official kickoff of the 2023 marathon weekend and i'm gonna go through it day by day wednesday expo day i think we so we woke up like 7 or 7 30 i think i was like getting up getting ready because our goal was to join the virtual queue for shopping the merchandise at the expo which dropped at 8 30 i believe and our goal was to join the virtual queue and then leave the house and be prepared to not come back we were staying on property at the port orleans riverside resort so we would go to the expo and then check into the hotel so that was the plan 8 30 a.m comes along we're ready to join the queue both my mom and i like have our have our fingers ready to like tap on the screen and get a good boarding group i guess or what is it return return group i don't remember the like official name for it but your callback group number essentially and obviously the lower group number you have the earlier you get access to the merch which means you have your pick of all the merch as opposed to going later and things being sold out and especially in your size because i know they might still have that item of merch that you really wanted but it's not in your size so yeah we got group 15 
which was pretty good. Like I, I was, I was content with that. It, it was good. It was good. We go to the expo. Everyone's kind of like grouping around and everyone's standing around waiting for their boarding group to be called. I keep calling it a boarding group because I'm used to that for like the rides, but I think it's technically like a return group or whatever it's called. Whatever. I'm just going to call it a boarding group. <laughs> we are boarding for the merch and I think technically the expo opens at 10 a.m., but they let in like the club run Disney folks into the merch early, like, I don't know, 9 or 9.30. I don't know specifically. I'm not in club run Disney and I don't know people that are. So they, they're let in a little bit earlier and then they start calling groups like one through five or whatever uh, a little. I want to say it was before 10 um, because we got there like. 9 15 ish and they were already having people in hmm I'm trying to think back to the time I have to like look at my video timestamps but just standing around with everyone waiting for our groups to be called and 15 is finally called we pull up the barcode they have to scan you and then you have to go inside of the building and wait in another actual physical queue that they line you up in that uh, large room where normally we would all like rope drop the expo and wait in line <laughs> early on when you didn't have to get a virtual queue. But so that's another line you have to wait in. And then they like slowly let you in. Now, the actual room with the merchandise, chaos, chaos, like hectic, crazy. If you're someone with anxiety, this is not the place for you, especially on like that opening morning because it is crazy they let I mean I go in expecting that like I am full-on prepared like I've got elbows up I'm like laser focused on what I'm gonna grab and like what sizes I need I grab what I need and I go try it on later and if I don't need the size that I grabbed then I'll go put it back and be done with it and or let someone else have it so I go in fully like mentally prepared for this because I know how these work and I know how crazy psycho people are about their merch. It's me, I'm people. <laughs> but like there are some people who just have not a clue in the world, have never been through this experience. And so I was hearing from other podcasts and posts on the Facebook groups that I'm in and from other friends and, and whatnot that it was just so chaotic. People were rude. Like they didn't know what to expect. This was a, such a stressful experience and they like to like take their time shopping and like they don't know what they want to grab. But I think to those people, I have to say either choose to not go at like that first half of the first day because it's unavoidable to have contact with the psychos or you kind of have to, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Like, you have to be with the psychos. You know what I mean? There is this account, and I don't know the name of it because I don't even think I follow them, but I had a friend send me their story, and they post all of the merch. And, oh gosh, I, I need to, like, look up the handle of that. But um, they post every single piece of merch on their stories because they're club run Disney, so they're literally the first ones to see everything that's offered. And they post everything. So I and like a bunch of my other friends too and all the run Disney psychos <laughs> go through and see every single piece of merch that we could possibly want. And then that's 
that's available. So we know going into it exactly what we're grabbing. And having been to the expo before and through these merch shops before, I know how things are placed. Like we know where the spirit jerseys are. They're in front. We know it goes by race, 5K, 10K, half, marathon, or like, etc. And then they have just the general weekend merch, which the marathon weekend merch. And then they have like the challenge merch. And so we, we have an idea of how things are set up. So for the first timers, I, oof, it must be so scary. <laughs> but anyway, all that to say, um, I am a crazy person and I, I'm dedicated. I'm dedicated to the bit. I ran in there, grabbed everything I wanted and kind of started a pile and then go on and try on and like switch out sizes and go through it and edit. <laughs> but I mean, I was fully prepared to like drop some money on some of this merch because hello, Dopey Challenge for the first time. Hello, first marathon. And I just, I'm really into the merch. So that was like a big thing for me. Um, very exciting. So bought way too much, um, but I love it all. And it was just a very long day very exhausting by like we're taking pics when you leave the actual merchandise area they do have the big numbers that people take pictures with the 5.2 or 5.1 6.2 13.1 26.2 and then they also had the goofy which is like what the 29 point whatever I don't know the goofy one off the top of my head um and then the dopey 48.6 obviously um and then they also had dopey meeting which was so fun I love that they had him meeting and I waited for him and I waited for pictures with the 48.6 members obviously and documenting the whole thing going and grabbing our bibs it was a whole experience because dopey runners had the second floor of like the bib arena area so that was a that was interesting um but it was so cute they had balloons up for celebrating the 10th anniversary it was very special everyone was very kind and helpful and it was just a surreal experience because once you get your bib like that's it's real <laughs> it is real um did lots of shopping at like the actual expo booth area with all of the different vendors and I love stocking up on like KT tape or feature socks and other kind of like miscellaneous things. Last minute pickups for the weekend. It's so great to have that. And then it was time to go check in for our hotel. But, but we had taken so long at the expo that we didn't check into the hotel until like four or five. It was so late and we're exhausted. We needed to eat dinner and I had a park reservation for like Epcot or something, um, but we didn't even go. We were like, we are too tired. Let's unpack, like check into the room, get settled, eat dinner, and then we have to go to bed because the 5K is the next morning. <laughs> so we did all of that, prepped everything, and then it was time for bed. Like <laughs> Expo took too much out of us. But uh, both my mom and I were running the 5K, so we both had to prep for that and we both had to get up early, which was nice because that first day, that first day is so tough. It's day one of the 2 a.m. wake up calls and it's such an adjustment for your body, like ingesting food at that time, <laughs> having to, like going to the bathroom and like making sure you're set and ready. It's a whole adjustment. And so 
5K day. It's Thursday morning. Set the alarm. I, I brought my sunrise clock, which definitely recommend that. It makes getting up so much easier. Ashley and I, since we were running all the races together, we kind of, we planned our outfits together and we had planned to be on an Elsa for the 5k, but checking the weather the night before, we saw that it was going to be hot and humid and awful. So we swapped it out last second and decided to just wear like dopey tanks that we both got from the expo and call it good, which I'm, I'm glad we did it. We were much more comfortable and... It was fine, but we get up for the 5k and my mom and I actually drove to Epcot for the 5k and 10k because we just, it was easier. It was quicker and more convenient for us. We didn't have to wait for the bus or anything. Um, so, I mean, why not? We just did that and that was fine. Um, it was very hot and humid because normally you got to take your jacket and your throwaway clothes depending on the weather for marathon weekend and wind on usually because you kind of just never know it's hit or miss if it's going to be cold or hot but when it's cold it's cold and when it's hot it's hot so I mean I'm kind of glad that we didn't need to take a jacket or anything so that was fine um they had characters out I want to say it was like the fab five out fab five out taking pictures at the starting line very very crowded we i i don't really stop for characters before the races usually because the lines are so long like i'd rather just either wait at the end or just not wait for them <laughs> but yeah so i had my overnight oats that i always have and i had my little starbucks double espresso uh, before we left our hotel get to the race not waiting for characters we go line up in the corrals it was easy going. The 5K's untimed. It was it was good and fun. I will say this was my first 5K at the Walt Disney World Resort. I've done 5K's at Disneyland, but this is my first one here. And oh my god, it was so crowded. Like so crowded. Like obviously the 5K is the most popular race because it's untimed. It's family friendly. Like it's a fun run kind of vibe. Lots of characters are out and then you still get to go through the parks and the cute medals and the theming and all that. Very attractive and it's uh, the cheapest race. Obviously, it's the shortest distance. Um, still not cheap, but like cheapest. <laughs> um, and all of the character lines were insane. Like insane. Un unbelievable. There were wait times. I, I think I overheard people saying over an hour and hour for a character in the middle of the 5k race no thanks I, I don't need to meet any character for that well okay I'm gonna bite my tongue because I'll tell you why later <laughs> but yeah I mean it was just very very crowded and I think we were crowd B and out of A B C D E F what is that five A B C D f6 um i think it went to f for the 5k and 10k uh with adobe challenge we got two bibs so we were b for the first two races and then c for the last two so we were in b we i like usually being in b for those races it's fine for character lines because you can kind of get up there and it's a little bit lighter of crowds but we did not get that at all at all 
uh, to be fair, we didn't really push forward in our corral. Like we kind of started the back of B and just were very nonchalant about it. So, I mean, had we have pushed a little bit more and like maybe ran a bit faster or whatever, um, we cut, we could have waited for someone, but it was fine. We're not, we're not huge on that. Like if there's a character I really want, like I'll just get a selfie with them or depending on the line, I'll wait, but it was easy going 5k done. Um, I think I, I took a couple pics at the end and they had a cute marathon weekend background. So that was fun. Got some fun photo pass pics and it was good. However, I was so tired after because again, it's the first day you're waking up at 2am and your body is just not used to it. Um, but my mom and I had brunch reservations at Steakhouse 71 at the Contemporary Resort and it, it was like a little bit of a later brunch. It wasn't until like 1250 or something. And so it's since it was the 5k day, it starts at 5am. We were done. I think I started running like 525. Um, and then it took me 43 minutes and seven seconds clocking 3.22 miles on my Garmin watch. And then I was waiting for my mom as well because she had a further back corral than us. So, I mean, we, we were done early, went back to the room. I did a little bit of stretching. Cause I'm like, it's day one. We gotta, we gotta last, we gotta last until day four. Um, but yeah, we, I was snacking in the room. Thankfully we had snacks in the room. 10 out of 10 recommend doing that. Um, I, they had a special marathon weekend mimosa at Steakhouse 71. So my mom ordered that and that was really fun. I was not about to drink alcohol, especially after my New Year's Eve, uh, experience (laughs) plus running. Hello. But, um, she said it was good. I ordered literally like four plates of food at this brunch. I was starving and I was so confused because I'm like, I've been training for six plus months like hundreds of miles and how am I this hungry after 3.1 miles like after a 5k this is like the shortest distance I've been training forever and why am I starving (laughs) like it's just things were kind of like out of whack I ordered a full-on appetizer the french onion soup 10 out of 10 I ordered like the avocado toast it came with like four big pieces of toast with potatoes on the side and oh so good and I ordered a side of pumpkin pancakes <laughs> and pog juice. I mean, tell me that isn't the perfect brunch. Tell me. Tell me it isn't. Uh, that's how we do brunch. And so that was incredible. Ate my weight in food. <laughs> we went, ended up going back to our hotel and just skipping our park reservation again because we were just, we were just tired. Like I was so tired. And that's one thing that everyone says is training for the miles, like, that's the easy part. Waking up at 2 a.m. is the hard part for the weekend. So they're not wrong. They are not wrong. We went back to our hotel, went to the pool and the hot tub and soaked, which was great. Um, We had early dinner and then went to bed. Like we were trying to last. Moving right along. 10K day. It is Friday morning, 2 a.m. once again. (laughs) Getting ready. Um, it was a little bit easier to get up actually, because for me, the first day is always the hardest, but then the second day it's like, all right, let's do it, (laughs) which I had only had experience doing two days in a row. I've never even done a three day in a row because I've never done the 5k usually at Walt Disney World. And 
so my maximum challenge included just a 10k and half usually with princess weekend or the one and nine challenge so i was only used to two days um but i will say for the 10k it was much colder it was very cold like i don't know how it magically dropped that low um it was at least in like the 50s i think it was like high 70s and like very humid for the 5k i want to say and then it dropped to like low 50s i think maybe even 40s for like the 3 a.m mark like high 40s um which is a very significant difference and for floridians that is freezing cold for raising cold but um thankfully for ashley and my my uh, costume for this day we were the chippendale rescue rangers so i was uh chip and i had the brown jacket like his like little aviator jacket or whatever um and and like leggings and stuff so i was like perfect i was so glad that, like my quote-unquote heaviest costume which like the jacket was very thin so it wasn't like a big deal but my heaviest costume was for the coldest day so that like worked out perfectly I was very happy about that we flew through the miles like we were just getting it which by the way we we stuck we tried to stick with the 60 30 run walk intervals for all the races but for the 5k and 10k we didn't really follow it because we were just like yeah like let's run now la 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 and just like take it easy and then it just we felt good so we would just go uh character lines still very crowded for the 10k usually it calms down a little bit um didn't feel that way still felt very crowded uh we stopped for a bathroom break and right when we finished the race we finished like literally at like 6 57 a.m or whatever and uh at 7 a.m i got my uh, guardian's queue because <laughs> we had an epcot reservation that day so i got that as i'm like walking through after i grab my medal and grabbing my uh the powerade and the snack box <laughs> as one does but uh we clocked one hour and 34 minutes and 6.54 miles on my garmin so again clocking a little bit more than the actual course mileage uh because we're zooming in and out with the run walk and the bathroom stops so um <laughs> at the finish they had Chippendale meeting in their rescue ranger outfit so I was like because because like it's Chippendale on the medal and hello you got to have the metal characters meeting but uh I did wait over an hour for them <laughs> I was shocked that they did not cut off the character lines sooner than they did like sooner just in general because when I got in line uh about like 7 15 ish 7 10 a.m um I waited over an hour so we I finally met them at like 8 20 or whatever <laughs> and behind us the line was even longer like the wait behind us was still at least like two two and a half hours like I'm not exaggerating that's how long the line was I was like are you kidding me why are they cutting off the line but I mean maybe they did and it was after I left but I don't, I don't know man that that was crazy but I got my picture with uh Chippendale matching them so it's worth it <laughs> I was like I don't have anything better to do I'm gonna wait for Chippendale and they were so cute so worth it uh went and showered and changed at the hotel room it was great staying on property i didn't have to drive all the way home like i normally do um but we planned brunch again but this time at the grand floridian 
And when we got there, I think we were wearing, uh, my mom and I were wearing our race shirts and our medals. And one of the cast members at the front of the hotel before we entered saw like that we were the runners and she gave us celebrating buttons that said um, like celebrating being a grand runner or something like for Grand Floridian. And it was so cute and it was so nice and it was just the energy was so good because there's so many racers everywhere and like you'll see someone else wearing their racer and their medal walking around and it's just a fun little community um but then had a great brunch at grand floridian cafe what did i order what do you think the avocado toast that is the only thing i order at brunch that that is how you brunch ladies and gents um and then usually mimosa but for me it's pog juice all weekend which was very good and uh making sure i stay hydrated so lots and lots of water we got our guardians queue so we ended up going to epcot literally road guardians and then left we were tired my feet were already hurting at this point and i was like what the heck why are my feet hurting like why and it's because you have to stand in the corrals for so long before the races start and that's something that like mentally i was like yeah of course you have to do that but like physically if you aren't spending that much time on your feet in preparation like your feet are gonna hurt so bad it, like it doesn't matter um so that hindsight is 2020 um now reliving that and realizing that it's like okay even though i trained on my training run days i would run like six seven ten twelve miles and then still go to the parks after because i was trying to have time on my feet in training even with all that my feet were still dying after the 5k and 10k i'm like what <laughs> i've been training for this like so yeah I mean, I'll comment more on that in a little bit, but went back to our hotel again, pool and hot tub. Like it was a routine at this point and soaking just helped a lot. Um, we ended up, we tried to ha have dinner at the Boat Rights restaurant at the Port Orleans Riverside, but they ended up being so behind on reservations. Like we had a reservation for like 6.50 PM and it was like 7.10 and they still hadn't um, called us they were like yeah there's still like four people ahead of you and we were like what the heck like I need to eat and go to bed like I'm running tomorrow like my mom wasn't so she didn't have to care but I was running the half in the morning hello um and so we were like screw that we went to the food court we had some really gross food I got the pasta thinking how how can someone mess up pasta so bad oh it's possible the nastiest pasta I've literally ever had in my entire life. It was mushy. The pasta was mushy. It was like penne pasta. Mushy and disgusting. The sauce was like, I don't know, red garbage. Like, <laughs> um, and so we, my mom had gotten like a slice of pizza or something. And it, it was like, it wasn't bad. So I like went up and told him, I was like, uh, this pasta is not doing things for me and i gotta run in the morning and i just like i need to eat something like what what can we do here and thankfully they switched out for the pizza and they were super nice about it and it was it was i was grateful that they did that because i was like bruh i need to eat i need to eat something <laughs> so yeah um so it was late i think we didn't get to bed until after eight 
And like, I'm the type of person where like, I need my, my eight hours of sleep, but, uh, it is what it is at that point. Um, moving on to the half marathon day. It's day three, getting up at 2 a.m. Except I woke up earlier. I think my alarm was set for 1:45 a.m. Dear God. Um, because me and Ashley wanted to catch the resort bus at 2:30, and that's when they start on half marathon and uh, marathon days. They start earlier as opposed to the 3 a.m. for uh, the shorter distance races. And we were like, we got to be on the first bus because people be wild in so set the alarm earlier try to get ready earlier both me and Ashley were running like five minutes late which was perfect uh we were we both timed it fine um we catch our the bus at like 2 35 2 40 I think I think it was actually 2 40 a.m so it's probably like the second or third rounds of buses already but I mean still early enough and I think it honestly worked out perfect and uh, we had our matching jerseys that I crafted. I posted them on Instagram, so go check them out. Um, we had ordered, like, the 90s Bel Air, um, like, baseball jersey, and it had the number 23 on it, and then I got them in and actually painted over the Bel Air on the front and back to say Dopey, so it said Dopey 23, like, Dopey Challenge 2023 vibes. I don't know. They they came out so good, and we looked so cute in our matching jerseys. Um, and we're feeling, feeling good. Um, I was a little bit delusional at this point, day three, going strong. Uh, I, I had posted each day like, oh, day one with the Epcot ball at at dark with like the 3am timestamp or whatever, like day one, day two. And then we get to the half marathon and I was like, day four. (laughs) And I had posted it on my Instagram story and I didn't realize until I was like walking in the crowds and I was like, did I post four instead of day three? Like, hello? Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> posted again was like, actually it's day three guys. We're doing great. <laughs> um, it was very cold. I, thankfully my mom and I had bought, uh, these weather jackets at the expo. They're kind of like a really weird papery material, but they're like disposable and supposedly like not not like insulated but like they'll they'll keep you warm enough and like dry if it were to rain and so I had this jacket that I was so glad I did because it was so cold I took the jacket and I took gloves because I want to say it was like mid 40s at 3 a.m or whatever when we were waiting in the corrals and that was rough we since we did take the first bus out or like the first couple rounds of buses I say it wasn't the first bus but anyway we, we got there pretty early um and they did have the characters at the starting line again they had Darkwing Duck and I didn't know who this was until Ashley was like oh yeah I want to meet Darkwing Duck and it was like okay who, who is this I don't know but uh her boyfriend also ran with us for this day he got a half marathon bib like last second so it was the three of us and we waited for Darkwing Duck for like I don't even know, like 45 minutes or like an hour. I I don't know. We didn't even start walking to the corrals until 4 a.m., which for the half marathon and marathon, it's like, it's the two mile walk to the start. I think it's the same for both. So I think it was two miles for both days. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. But so we didn't start walking until 4 a.m. And we had corral C at this point. So um, they weren't going to close very early but like they would later on um 
I did hear horror stories that people who did back check and were not the like first first buses, like the first waves of people got shut out and they closed the gear check lines and people are like, well, what am I supposed to do with my stuff? Like the gear check lines got so crowded for any like open lines that remain. And then now people had to like run to their corrals and they closed the corral seat, I guess that a lot of these people were in and everyone in corral F was like, these crazy people are jumping the fences, like yelling at cast members, like our volunteers. And it was a madhouse. So I didn't experience that because I never do gear check because it stresses me out for that reason. Um, so I just carry what I need and I'll usually have my car there or because I normally drive myself to these races. Um, but in this case, my mom was going to spectate for the half marathon. So like anything I needed, I would just like give to her to carry because I did not want to deal with gear check. And that just like solidified my decision to never do gear check. <laughs> or if you're going to do gear check, be the first one there. Like, I don't know that I, I understand like things maybe could have been done more smoothly. I wasn't there. I didn't experience it. So I can't really comment on that, but the amount of anger a lot of these people had in their posts in like these stories that I was hearing, part of that's on you, buddy. Like you could have been there earlier. You could have been. There are thousands of people at these races, like (laughs) put two and two together. Like, I'm sorry if this happened to you. It That sucks. It does. But now we know for next time. Now we know. Uh, yeah. So we met up with a bunch of our friends. It was so fun meeting up with people. I, I didn't, I would run into people on like different days and then like not see them again. Or I would see the same people over and over again. And that was so fun. And we had a big group of us that we would start in the corrals together. And each of us kind of had like our running buddy that we would stick with. So it was perfect. Great community. Um, my, our friend Alex, Alex in Fantasyland, um, my hands were so cold that she was literally like holding them. She was like, I'm hot, guys. She like gave away her Mylar blanket to Ashley. And me and Ashley were like, like standing here in our corral. And Ashley's like, I'm so warm. Like, give me your hands. Because my hands were literally icicles. I don't, I have poor circulation or something. But even with the gloves on, my hands were numb. So she was like, come here. We were doing our little, it looked like we were like praying and we, I was, I told her that and she was like, well, I mean, we are, <laughs> we've got a marathon to run and a marathon to run tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, I love, I love the community. Anyway, uh, we took it really slow. We got to take the half marathon easy and we did start off with our 60, 30 run walk intervals and then just like taking it super slow and easy. Um, and then we ended up actually walking a lot the second half of the half (laughs) and uh we took bathroom breaks and all of that we finished with three hours and 40 minutes um this is on my garmin and clocked at 13.53 miles averaging about a 16 18 pace so we we took it easy like we did some running more in the beginning but the last half we were we were walking and we were not walking very fast at some point so like we did have that buffer. Um, I was dying mile nine. I was dying. I realized I didn't bring enough food because when I'm training, I get up, I have my overnight oats, I'm out the door, I'm running. Like that's, it's quick. Whereas on these race days, I had my overnight oats in the hotel room 
2.30, 3 a.m., I'm not running until closer to 5.30 a.m. So that's like two hours of elapsed time that I'm either already burning that food because the runger, the running hunger was real this weekend. I was eating my weight in food because um, I was so hungry. And I just like, I should have packed more food for right before the start because I was so hungry early on, like earlier than I was used to in training. And I didn't, I didn't pack enough food. So I had a goo, I think, um, for the half as well as like maybe a go-go squeeze, little applesauce things. And I think that was it. And then they had the jelly, the sport beans on the course at mile nine. Um, so it, it is what it is. Um, my mom spectated. So that was really fun. She got to main street in magic kingdom and she got there at like, I don't know, whatever it was, 4.30 a.m. <laughs> because you have to get there early and make your way to the front of the rope to be able to actually be seen. So she had her signs and she was with my friend Allison. And I've had Allison on the podcast before. She's kind of like my my uh, unofficial running coach. I'll just be texting her all my questions. And like, she's so sweet about it. Um, she's like, a runner she's a track star uh anyway so it was so fun having them to look forward to they were at mile five um in magic kingdom on the half marathon course so that was fantastic spectators are incredible and again it, the half as a whole was fun but it was so much rougher than expected like again i felt so strong in training why am i dying in a half marathon what what do you mean i'm dying in a half marathon like this does not make sense to me because I've trained so hard, but we finished. It was fine. I was starving and they had the food trucks at the finish line. They had like the Joffrey's and like a taco cart and something else. Um, but I was like, they got street tacos. Give me some street tacos right now. I shoved them in my mouth, like shoved. And then we go back to the hotel. I actually took a nap because you're not supposed to nap after these races. You want to walk around and like stretch out and take care of yourself. But I could not even keep my eyes open. I like showered and whatnot and changed. And my mom and I were kind of like getting ready to go to um, a brunch again because we wanted to like make sure we had a full meal every day, obviously. And I was like, nap <laughs> out. And um, I, we again canceled our park plans. We were like, we, we can't like we're both exhausted. Like she still got up early and was still standing on her feet for the entire half marathon because she was spectating and was also at the finish line um, waiting for me as well. So we were both like, uh-uh, <laughs> no. Um, we went to the hot tub again <laughs> because that was a daily thing. Uh, definitely stay at a hotel with a hot tub. Like that's a must. Um, we ended up going to Disney Springs because I wanted the special celebrating buttons and I posted those on my Instagram as well if you want to take a look at them and they had them ready to go at the Christmas shop like they had them literally all lined up ready to go like you could order your own personal one but they had like five celebrating 5k 10k half um or goofy and the Dobie challenge one so and it was written in like a pretty purple calligraphy and it was so cute so I got that for me and Ashley and like made the special trip all the way down to the Christmas store which is at the very end of springs like that's a lot of walking <laughs> um 
And then we got blaze pizza. That's like usually my ritual before half marathons is to eat an entire blaze pizza beforehand to like make sure you're you're ready to go. Um, so we did that for kind of like a late lunch, early dinner vibe. Went back to the hotel and that was it. We had packed up a bunch of our stuff because we were checking out of the hotel on Sunday, marathon day. So my mom was going to be in charge of like gathering our stuff and checking us out on Sunday because there was no way I was going to finish the marathon and then come back to the hotel before checkout time, like before 11 a.m. Uh, no. So my mom actually was like a, a trooper and drove a bunch of our stuff home on Saturday so that we wouldn't have to deal with much on Sunday. So she could just grab the last couple of bags on her way out Sunday morning. And then we were checked out of the hotel and done. So logistically, there was a lot going on on Saturday. Um, but again, early night, she was a superstar for doing that. And I was able to prep and lay out all my marathon stuff and go to bed early. So I think she came back probably before 8 p.m., 7 p.m.-ish, and then we both went to bed. <laughs> um, final day of marathon weekend, marathon day, day four. Fourth day, waking up, I had my alarm set for uh, 1.40 a.m., 1.40 a.m. <laughs> like, granted, I like to put on a little bit of makeup. I have to KT tape my ankles. And I did KT tape my knees for the very first time because my knees were dying. My feet were so tired. Like, I just, this wiped me out. This weekend was taking everything out of me. I was just like, so frustrated because I thought I had done so well with training and then I was like so ready for for all of the exertion <laughs> of the weekend but it still it still took me out um I prepped everything before and like I packed up the rest of my stuff I had, I had to like finish packing my stuff too um as I was heading out the door while my mom was still sleeping so that she could just grab the bags and go and so I had to be up a little bit earlier but I prepped my hydration vest for this day I don't run with water or anything else for any of the other races because of there's enough on the course but for the marathon I knew that like I wanted to have it on me for all my snackies and to not slow down at all the water stops because I am a slow water drinker and I prefer to just like sip and I didn't want to hold anything like the cup of water so anyway wore my hydration vest um taped my 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 shins like I always do for long runs but I watched a video like the night before and I just tried to like memorize it for taping my knees <laughs> for support and I'm so glad I did that um, I wore my compression sleeves like I did for the half as well 10 out of 10 recommend that was fantastic um, it was cold again and so I had um, my mom's jacket that she actually didn't use the same throwaway jacket that I had used the day prior um, so I just took hers for the marathon and was so glad I had that. Um, we met up for, with friends again. Like it was just, it, it was good energy and it's anxious energy as well because all of us were doing the Dopey Challenge. Day four, it was a lot of our first marathon. We still had 26.2 miles ahead of us. So we were all stressing a bit. We we hit the bathroom like twice before the race started and we were all feeling the nerves 
we had the two-mile walk to the start of the corrals and then had to stand there, which a couple of my friends, a lot of them were sitting down on like their mile blankets and stuff. But I just like, I was too scared of getting like tight or like sitting wrong. And I don't know, I didn't want to sit. So I was standing, which I think in future, I want to take like a butt cushion and just sit because you do not want that extra time on your feet. And I partially regret not sitting in the corral, but it's hard too once they start moving you and like you want to push up further into the corral so that you can like start earlier but I mean <laughs> it is what it is I I grabbed Ashley we had the 60 30 intervals I had the Jeff Galloway timer on me and we started that immediately we both had the strategy of we're sticking to the intervals and that is what's going to push us through so we we were sticking with them the lanes were very narrow the race was going and like you're jam-packed in there and Ashley kind of warned me that marathon people not very nice which we didn't really encounter that necessarily but people are just a little bit more serious than let's then say for the 5k and a lot of like race etiquette is is usually a little bit more followed with the higher distances because it's usually more experienced runners not always the case but (laughs) so we we were we were kind of packed in like sardines for those first few miles because the course takes you on like a one lane road (laughs) and so we're all kind of just like penguins jogging along and so you can't go very fast you can't go around people there's nowhere to go unless you off-road into the grass and risks twisting your ankle which we were not going to do um but it was kind of nice because then it kept you from going too fast and like pushing you too fast right out of the gate, which you want to save yourself for the later miles, which, so that actually kind of like worked out for us. Um, I will say, um, our ending time that I clocked on my Garmin was six hours and 21 minutes and 27.05 miles. And we averaged about a 1407 pace, which is actually very, impressive to me because the second half of the marathon I was dying and I thought I was going so slow like I thought I was like 20 minute mile pace but like it wasn't I think our slowest mile was like like 15 minutes or something like something outrageous that just didn't make sense because I just felt so weak on those slower miles but breaking it down uh we didn't stop for characters we were like very committed to our 60 30 intervals and there was no one we really like wanted to stop for dopey was on the course he was after mile 12 and we just got a selfie with him the line was way too long like we just were not going to do that because we didn't want to stop because our legs were already kind of crying at that point my mom did spectate again so she was waiting at mile 11 for us on main street and such a prime spot um and it was again so encouraging to have that to look forward to and help kind of mentally push you through a little bit the first 13 miles were absolute breeze like felt so good like killing a half marathon we were doing so well we were sticking to the 60 30 we were kind of going a little bit faster on the runs as well and it was easy it was fun felt great mile 14 
not feeling so great anymore. I, I don't think I really hit a wall per se, but I, my body was kind of just like, hold on. Why are we still going? What do you mean? We're still going. I had a toe blister coming on and I, a long time ago, like maybe like a month, month ago, month and a half ago, I switched to only wearing toe socks. The, the socks that go individually on your toes <laughs> because my toes kept getting blisters even when I taped them and like in such weird spots. So after switching the toe socks, my life was changed for the better. No toe blisters, not even on my 24 mile run. Like what the heck? Um, so love that. Was wearing the toe socks again, but I think with just like the sheer mileage of the weekend because there's so many extra hidden miles in there and the time on my feet and the walking, it was just inevitable that I was going to get a toe blister. I'm completely prone to it. It was going to happen. I just worked through it. It's fine. Um, was getting a toe blister on my, my right pinky toe and that came mile 14. I said, awesome. We're going to have that for the next 12 miles. It's fine. We get to mile 16. Uh, it's a lot of kind of back road highway at this point. Uh, I could not imagine doing this by myself. Major kudos to people who got through those, those not, not boring stretches, but like difficult stretches of the course where it was just road. (laughs) It's just road, like no exciting things happening, no distractions, no one to like talk to. I was questioning why I did this. (laughs) We get to mile 18. I'm delusional. I'm crying. My body, my feet hurt. My feet hurt. And I'm angry because my feet hurt. Because I'm like, why do my feet hurt so bad? I've trained so hard for this. It was terrible. I was literally silent for like the last 10 miles of the race to Ashley. (laughs) I literally couldn't even talk. I was just like, trying to get through it doing little like I call them grandma runs which I'm sorry if that's offensive to grandmas out there but where you do like just a little like shuffle run like just to keep jogging I had to do some grandma runs because my legs were dying dying uh mile 21 which is the blizzard beach loop and when I mean blizzard beach loop I mean in the parking lot You turn in and you literally just loop around the parking lot, but you're also kind of passing runners who've already completed it. So it's like a two-way course, essentially. Oh my God. I never want to see Blizzard Beach ever again in my entire life. I was hallucinating. I thought I was running in circles. I literally stopped in my tracks, looked around and thought I took a wrong turn. And I was like, didn't I already pass these runners next to me? Because in these races, you kind of teeter along with the same people and you, you, you'll you pass them and then they'll pass you. It's just how it goes. And it comes to a point where you get pretty consistent with the people who are around you. And I was like, hold on, I already passed them. Like I was dying. I was in pain. I was tired. Like I was literally having panic attacks and anxiety attacks and we finally finish this freaking loop we come out the other end to where the other runners are like entering and we pass our friend Alex and she shouts to me like Annika 
hi, like, so good to see you, like, go. And I swear that like lifted me off the ground. Even I wasn't actually on the ground, but like it lifted me <laughs> mentally <laughs> off of the ground. And like, I was able to be like, okay, why is she so energetic? I hate her, but like, okay, I can keep going. Like, let's do this. Um, me and Ashley would also kind of teeter. I would run ahead and and she would catch me or she would run ahead and we'd eventually catch each other. Um, and there was one point where she was behind her in front of me or not next to me. And someone, this poor guy, um, he, he was just running next to me. And I literally was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like not even holding back tears. I'm pretty sure there were tears like streaming down my face. And I'm like trying not to have a panic attack. Um, he's like, how's it going? And I'm like, it's going like could not even be like, yeah, hey, like be polite and have some energy in my voice. I was like, it's going. <laughs> he was like, that good, huh? I was like, mm-hmm. And I just kept like jogging along. <laughs> like, I, like, I felt so bad, but I could not talk. I just couldn't. I, he was a very nice guy very nice people around me but I just so if you're that guy I'm sorry I was dying um miles 22 through 25 I was feeling very defeated my legs were dead my feet were in so much pain I like my legs were barely turning over I have tendonitis in my right shoulder blade from doing dance and stuff and like from ballet and everything and so tendonitis never like goes away it it just like flares up or like you forget about it for a while and like I'd forgotten about it for a while but I think the motion of like the running and like maybe it was my hydration back on me like with that weight and stuff oh my god my tendonitis was flaring I literally had to hold my arm across and like hold it so that I didn't do that like running motion I was holding my arm like this and just like if you're watching on YouTube, I'm demonstrating, but, uh, <laughs> um, basically it was like holding my left shoulder with my right hand, like keeping my arm stretched. And I was in so much pain. We passed the buses that like pick up people who get swept, who either get injured or they get behind the balloon ladies and aren't quick enough. We passed those buses and I literally was like, should I go get on that? Like, should I give up? Like, I want to go sit on the bus. <laughs> I want to go over there. Oh, man. But Ashley was literally so encouraging. Like, Ashley was like, you're killing it. Like, we're doing it. And, like, obviously, like, she was tired too. But she was still so positive and, like, upbeat and energetic. And, like, that's her personality. And I'm over here like, like, I'm dying. Like, being negative. And I wasn't trying to be negative. And I was trying to keep a good attitude. But she she was she was doing the most it was she was like come on you got it <laughs> I was like okay okay um mile 26 that last mile through uh the world showcase in Epcot I have never wanted to be out of the world showcase so badly in my whole life I was like are we there yet <laughs> dying um I will say the spectators were great in Epcot and um, Hollywood Studios as well. I that, Going into Hollywood Studios, 
was I think my lowest point. We passed a photo pass photographer and I literally could not smile. You could not pay me to smile. I was like in the photo pass photo. I, I posted on Instagram too. So, um, but I was just so grumpy, so tired. We passed people that we knew and that was a jolt of energy, which we really needed. Spectators save lives. The spectators got me through. I would not have made it not running through the Disney parks and like without the spectators like cheering you on and like literally giving you energy and like having such funny signs and telling you words of encouragement like oh my god slay <laughs> spectators save lives so if you can ever spectate a race highly suggest it the runners need you they need you <laughs> I got my selfie with the mile 26 sign and then after that we it was final final stretch we I was able to run more we we tried to stick with the intervals as best we could but we ended up skipping a lot for those last like five-ish miles um we ran to the finish cried the entire way <laughs> got my medals my mom was at the finish line and I think Wyatt got some uh Ashley's boyfriend got pictures of me and Ashley at the finish line with our medals holding our Disney boxes like ah <laughs> we got our marathon finisher Mickey ears and oh it was all worth it got that dopey medal I passed away um <laughs> and I had given all my other medals to my mom to hold to bring them to me at the finish line so I could get pictures with them and I was really happy I did that um I, I I I died. I died. That was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life ever. Um at while at the finish line I ended up getting my knees wrapped at the medical tent with ice packs, which I never usually do, but I did it this time immediately and that was a huge help, like amazing. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, and then I decided to like go home and shower, but then also immediately go back to Magic Kingdom to take metal pictures uh, at the castle with my other friends who completed the Dopey Challenge. And while I did not want to, I did not want to get ready and go to a freaking park after running a marathon. I did it. And I I'm glad I did because the walking after is actually, I think, what played a huge role in my recovery in making things a little bit easier so definitely recommend that um I was really happy that I did go with my friends to like take pictures and get all of our medals out and it was so fun we were all matching and we got fantastic photos I did post those as well um my sweet dad carried my backpack of stuff and all my medals uh with me to the park and <laughs> held all the things while the rest of us were taking pics so that was great. My legs and feet were were dying after that, but they actually did feel better because I walked and like kept moving. So I I will say that is very very helpful. Oh dear, this episode is so long. So uh, thanks for bearing with me. But um, post dopey day Monday after, I literally did nothing. I slept. My body still woke up at seven a.m. and was like, hmm, we don't have to go run now. <laughs> interesting odd uh we ended up my friend allison and i got a last minute reservation for the storybook dining with snow white and the seven dwarves which is a dining experience at the wilderness lodge resort 
and Snow White, Dopey, Grumpy, and the Queen all meet at this character dining. So we went and had dinner there Monday night and so fun. We took all of our medals. I took my Dopey medal. I took my tiny little Dopey wishable with his tiny little Dopey medal that I got. Uh, that's actually a pin uh, that I bought from the expo. So that was great. Um, I'm planning my tattoos now. I really want to get a 48.6 tattoo somewhere and maybe a marathon tattoo to commemorate. Um, so, uh, stay tuned for that. Definitely, definitely will post about that. Um, okay. To wrap this up, I do want to say things that I would do differently if I do this again, (laughs) which by the way, don't ask me for a couple weeks if I'm doing this again, because I don't have an answer for you. If you asked me at mile 18 during the marathon, I would say, absolutely effing not but I don't know we forget sometimes so (laughs) we'll see things I would do differently um spend more time on my feet during training I thought I was doing that by going to the parks but it was not enough spend more time on your feet stand stand at your desk stand just do more things on your feet um I would have hard stop times for going to bed before the races because sometimes we get overwhelmed and we're like, oh, I have time and I'm going to go relax at the pool. But like then you get to like prepping your stuff and getting ready for bed and sometimes things take longer or like sometimes dinner is running late and whatever. I would set like end times like we are in bed by this time every day to just make sure that you're well rested for the races. Um, I would pack more food. I would pack more snacks for right before the races, like to literally eat in the corral because I was hungry and I think my energy was low for especially the 10K and the half. And then for the second half of the marathon, I like had no appetite. I was like, I don't want any food. I took the first banana at the first banana stop uh, at the marathon and then didn't take the second banana that was eventually, um, I don't even know at what mile. We, we did get chocolate though going into Hollywood Studios. So I think that was like what, mile 21 or something. Um, no, no, it was like mile 23. Uh, I don't know. We got Dove dark chocolate, which that was amazing. Incredible. But I just didn't have an appetite. I was like, I just want to be done. Like, uh, um, I would do more strength training, which I tried to incorporate it on like running days so that I didn't like overwork my muscles on like days I wasn't running, but I, I would do more. I would do more. I would tie my shoes a little bit tighter. Um, I didn't adjust my shoes for the marathon. I like just kind of slipped them on and I like left them like a little bit looser. Mistake. I think that hurt my um, shins and calves because there was a little bit more sliding room in my shoes. So I would retie them, tie them tighter right before the race. Um, I would do that differently. Um, Like I said, I would bring a cushion to sit in the corrals to get off of my feet. I would push further up in the corrals. I would train my pace and speed work more. I would wear shoe lights. Oh my gosh. I saw girls wearing this or like and women and men too. Um, wearing shoe lights. There were parts of the course that were literally pitch black and there was like potholes and curbs and people were yelling like curb, curb, especially running down by the contemporary during like the half marathon and the marathon pitch black no lights and thankfully people by us had little shoe lights like little shoe flashlights that like showed the ground and oh my i'm getting shoe lights i am getting shoe lights that's a necessity um 
And then I would just kind of soak in the moments more. It was easy to be like, all right, next and next. And now we're doing this. But like, I, I tried to do this during the weekend and to kind of take it one mile at a time and soak it in. And I think staying on property and like doing the Disney dining was helpful because like you can wear your medal and just like really be proud of each race as you went along and be surrounded by other people who know what you accomplished and like understand why you're dressed that way or like why you have a medal on or like there to congratulate you and you just feel so good so I don't know that was good but okay to wrap up this insanely long episode uh final segment by the numbers we do have some countdowns so that princess weekend is one month and six days away that's crazy uh if you're doing the fairy tale challenge good luck if you like just did the dobie challenge and now you're gonna do fairy tale uh good luck good luck to you uh i'm not doing that um <laughs> i'm gonna do the 10k and i really want to work on like racing it and trying to pr it so we'll see how that goes um springtime surprise we've got two months and 27 days as well as that's the same weekend that taylor swift is in tampa so good luck to me <laughs> i will be running the challenge that weekend so i'm very excited pace update i mean i don't really have a pace update to, for you realistically it's like 12 to 18 minutes <laughs> just a little bit of a range just a little bit of a range um we're gonna work on it though total mileage 48.6 plus <laughs> because we all know that we clocked more than 48.6 miles last weekend if you did the Dobby challenge so that's that's what i got for you uh will i be continuing this podcast well I think it's it's a great way to keep involved in the running community. And I am still running like run Disney races and whatnot. So a couple of you have messaged me like, oh, keep posting running content. Like I love it. And that makes me feel so good and happy. And I'm so glad you enjoy it and support me. So I, we'll see if I if I continue it. Of course, I as we as we saw, I stopped being as consistent with it but I think if I have something to say then I'll record an episode so I think I think we can keep it going but uh let me know comment on YouTube and or send me messages on Instagram I'd love to hear your thoughts and I will read them so yes please please send feedback thank you so much for tuning in and get moving